morning, America. This is Jerry Rhodes, your podcaster, coming to you from Chicago, Illinois. Today's podcast, The Game of Thrones, Endgame. Love and peaceful coexistence, Kissinger style. Financing, Roosevelt style. Um, I'm reading in the Epic Times, the best newspaper in the world. If you haven't heard of it or read it, you're missing what's uh, happening worldwide. Used to be the Tribune that I thought could do it, and it isn't even close to this newspaper. Anyway, relative to today's podcast, I'm going to read you the front page article on the CCP's Chinese Communist Party's $1 trillion geopolitical weapon. It says it's failing, but that's not exactly the way I see it. Uh, I think it's just deceptive in terms of where it is and where it's going. China's project loses appeal over hidden military ambitions and lack of results by Terry Wu. China's $1 trillion Dollar global infrastructure investment program just turned 10 and it's losing its luster. I've been reporting the fact, and this is a, a sidebar, that the International Monetary Fund has a line of credit uh, with China for $500 billion to be invested in uh, Africa with its mining aspirations and in South America because of their newfound oil aspirations down there in Venezuela. Next door has more deposits than than all of the rest of the world. And of course, Chevron's down there for the US trying to be the catalyst to America managing that resource if the Green New Deal doesn't kill off America's future. Now I go on with the Belt and Road Initiative, BRI, which I've been reporting, touted as a platform for China to build trade and investment links in developing countries, has evolved much in the past decade. But witness witness from countries in recent years has grown and the program has drawn criticism over issues or problems ranging from saddling partners with unsustainable debt to funneling corruption, funneling corruption and labor problems. Italy formally pulled out of the initiative in December 23, striking a blow to the Chinese regime's aim aims to expand the initial to expand the initiative beyond low and middle income nations. Italy is the only G7 country to have joined the BRI. The Philippines dropped out a month earlier and said it would seek alternative funding for the five billion China had pledged for three rail lines. 
the country's transport minister said the decision came after Beijing was non-responsive to funding requests. Meanwhile, the Chinese Communist Party, CCP, has become more explicit about its plans to reshape the world. Last month, the CCP touted the BRI's leading role in accelerating the reform of the global governance system. The project is also known as One Belt, One Road, and One Sea. Okay. What does this really mean when it comes to the uh, Game of Thrones, the two thrones in, in, in specific terms, uh, USA and CCP? Who's ahead? Who's leading? Who's winning? Well, you need to read my book, The American Enterprise Manifesto. It's volume two of the American Enterprise Party Trilogy, where it compares America, USA, as an oligarch to CCP as an autocracy. Uh, America, extremely high overhead, wasteful, and not targeted on maximizing our consumer power compared to China's low overhead product, production of products and controlling the supply line through Asia, the Southeast Asia alliances and South America and Central America alliances <coughs> using, of course, a $1 trillion tranche of borrowing from the International Monetary Fund which is 193 countries, members in the UN. So they are focused on uh, taking uh, the UN from New York City to Beijing and taking Washington, D.C. From, from America to Beijing. That would be their global governance system. One belt, one road, one sea means that the CCP is a monopsony, the buyer and seller of last resort, the controller of earth through trade. So don't turn your backs, Americans, on what China's intent is because they are practicing what America has always practiced, that's peace through strength. Strength meaning fear. Well, uh, America is building B-21s, radar, radar uh, bombers, supersonic stealth, nuclear, uh, possibly drone-enabled uh, bombers without specificity as to what, where they're going to drop the bombs and, and what the plans are for the future governance of the world, while China is taking the opposite approach using their uh, economic prosperity to make investments all over the world and create alliances under 
underlying or undertaking the American uh, uh, approach, which has been uh, foreign aid. And our foreign aid is, is nothing compared to the one trillion that China is being being uh, loaned from the International Monetary Fund to take over the supply lines and the and the governance uh, of the world. So I wouldn't uh, make this a political issue. Uh, I would make it a enterprise issue. It's not economic, stupid. It's all about worldwide enterprise. Enterprise meaning trade. Trade not by peaceful coexistence, but by the power of money ticks, the monetary fund, and the UN of 193 countries uh, being the target of Beijing, um, Russia, Iran, North Korea, who have now been assigned as as the chairman and uh, co-chairman of the International uh, Security. Division of the UN. How that happened, I don't know. I guess we were too busy with the McCoys and Hatfields battling it out over which political party is going to run the country forever. So, this is kind of an introductory to the Game of Thrones who's leading, who's going to win, and where are the hedge funders in this country placing their money? as they sell short on America and sell long on China and do not want to disclose this, their source of capital, which of course are the pension funds and the mutual funds of tranches of American capital. Placed on, on, placed on the nose of China winning because they've already won the, the trade war uh, with a $1 trillion uh, deficit of America compared to China's alliances. And uh, the only way to counter that is to turn the tables on that consortium and uh, consumer Base shall uh, not no longer will no longer pay shipping and distribution costs. Those have to be either in, incurred by the suppliers or at least shared in the process of shipping. Ninety percent of this, of these goods are shipped by sea at, through the Suez Canal and Panama Canal and deposited in a hundred different ports around the world, the biggest, of course, being America's 20 ports, <clears throat> where we have to wait to get the goods for a week to, to a month and, and be charged uh, for the shipping, two-way shipping, because China's got a 
monopoly on shipping, 5,400 cargo ships uh, by the company in China of Costco, C-O-S-C-O, not Costco, but Costco. Those are those uh, containers that are all of our railroad cars across the country. If you ever had to wait for a hundred train, a hundred container uh, train uh, at at the railroad crossings, then you'll understand how China has taken over uh, our supply and distribution services and, and, and does not pay, we pay. And what has it done? It's, it's enabled China to create a, a shipping monopoly uh, that brings in f- for them uh, $2 trillion dollars um, and it is and it is in dollars because we still have the reference currency where China does cheat because they've over always overvalued their yuan in the uh, import export bank so anyway you you cut it we're on the losing side of the major income producer cash flow producer in the world which is the supply line with OPEC now wanting to de-dollarize trade and has drawn an alliance with China in their belt of the road and seas um, monopoly by China to create an alliance of of world governance uh, controlled by uh, which the communists would would call uh, the uh, savior of the world from capitalism. But they're using China capitalism and the China dream to bring this about. And in my books, I do explain in volume one what their plans are and how they've built the Trojan horse in America to take over our governance, uh, mainly for the our natural resources and our farmland. So, as Dalio says, the head of Bridgewater Hedge Fund, this is all about the evolving big, big curve uh, in the Game of Thrones, which is really not economy stupid. It's all about enterprise business is that the Chinese have in motion after 2000 years of hunger and, and, and uh, takeover by, by the communists getting prepared to take over the, the world. And this is resulting in, in America as the biggest consumer being the the target for controlling our farmlands because that's the biggest um, asset that we have in terms of the rest of the world, in terms of uh, preventing hunger and and, uh, fear. 
So I hope you find this uh, enlightening and also find the podcast educational and triggering some interest in having a third party that is not going to take over American politics. It is to be the referee between the the left and the right, the red and the blue, the the progressives and uh, conservatives representing what I call the the, uh, deservatives who provide the human capital to make America great. It is great. We need to keep it great. So keep on listening. Over and out. Good morning, America. It's Jerry and Sherry Rhodes here at the breakfast table, uh, creating the episode for a podcast. We were just talking about what would be the end game for a third party. That uh, its its main goal right now would be to avoid bankruptcy. Uh, So that would take what we are talking about is love and peaceful coexistence is the end game game to winning the game of thrones. Who are the thrones? What are the thrones? Well, we have three. We have a monarchy. Long live the king or queen, King Edward or Queen Elizabeth. Dictatorship which uh, long lived the Fuhrer, Hitler and Stalin and Xi Jinping. A democracy, long lived the USA. My pick is the best would be Delano Roosevelt, as I've pointed out in previous podcasts. And then I also gave a summary of the worst to the semi-worst. And those putting us into bankruptcy have to take responsibility for the results, where income is outcome, or outcome is from successful administration of our debt and deficits. So, the winners, there are some winners and some losers in our presidency and in the world, and I'm just saying that the Statue of Liberty, a gift to America from the French in the 1700s, as the only true democracy in a troubled world of thrones. Monarchies, dictators, and uh, the only true democracy. It was, and that's questionable now, in the future must be, the democracy without amending it 28 or 29 times to water it down so we can become big brother in the brotherhood. What is our end game? Okay, well, this is just my opinion, but the objective is to win the trade war of thrones. Um, We're not. We've lost. I've, I've covered that on my previous podcast. The proof is in the pudding. We have to turn the tables on those that export more to us than we export to them by them having to pay the total cost of business, which includes shipping FOB. 
destination. It's, it's participating in the cost of business to getting them to our wholesalers and our retailers who represent the largest consumer in the world for these 30 countries. The goal, love thy freedom to pursue prosperity and love of family, which would be the end game, the goal. The policy would be constitutional rights to learn to earn with a skill to build in the great American enterprise, having a three-party system to ensure that the wealth of the nation is based upon freedoms to choose and learn to earn, have a skill to build in a productive and efficient, profitably, profitable free enterprise with the right to share in the wealth of the nation. That uh, comes from the book by Adam Smith, which I don't think any of our uh, leaders have read because they certainly didn't certainly aren't running the, this country of, of uh, assistant thrones, which would be the, the president and the Congress and the Supreme Court, are not practicing what Adam Smith was teaching. Two, accountability. The right to work uninhibited by the, a, a, an accountable team for producing the 10 tenets of laissez-faire enterprise. Those are covered in my volume two of my American Enterprise Party. The President of the United States, Supreme Court of 10, the Congress of 435, represent the Home Office of 535 thrones until we have a three-party system that votes them into and out of office. The three parties, the Democrats, the Republicans, and the entrepreneurs, which really represents of the people, by the people, for the people. Story. Well, I just told you about Thatcher. No, I didn't tell you. I, <laughs> I thought I did, but I haven't yet. It was about Britain. Uh, and she came in as the f female prime minister when Britain had a 90% tax burden on its, its people and conflicts with Ireland and Scotland wanting their freedom, as well as those colonies in Africa and um, the in West and East Indies and South America. So she said, give them their, their freedom. Hong Kong, you can have your freedom. Um, Taiwan, you can, Singapore, you can have your freedom. And you also have responsibility for your, the cost of your own uh, government and society. And in a, in a matter of a few years, the tax rate went from 90% to 20% and Great Britain, Great Britain, the empire was suddenly the uh, capitalist driven country with socialist tendencies to uh, allow the human capital to also share. Well, I, I see America as in the Game of Thrones as right now with our current 
leadership, Big Brother and the Brotherhood, and 50 colonies that we call states. And then we have 10,000 cities, towns, and villages, and 3,142 colonies are all going to get their freedoms to manage their own share of the great American enterprise. So there's going to be accountability. There's going to be the wealth of the nation will have a set of books at every level based on generally accepted accounting principles. The accounting system now is a budgetary system where they add borrowing into the cash receipts and say they balance their budgets, and they're all insolvent in borrowing to pay the bills. And these governmental units, half of what they spend is is a government check for Medicare, Social Security, Medicaid, uh, Obamacare, disability, unemployment, you name it, 13 uh, uh, additional entitlements have bankrupt the, the country. To avoid bankruptcy, bankruptcy, the business plan of action is avoid bankruptcy, maximize solvency and sovereignty, close the borders, uh, set up the books, see where we are, raise the money through trade war bonds, finance the quasi-reorganization, as I proposed in my volume two of the American Enterprise Swing Vote Party. We have to be able to raise some capital, trade down our un funded and unpaid interest as it compounds and uh, invest our tax collections and war bonds sales in paying down the debt to a percentage of our gross domestic product and then invest the rest in the stock and bond markets. Invest in ourselves, invest in our ability to compete around the world. The stock market historically Puts a pays fifty or ten percent return. Our trade war bonds will pay a ten percent return. So we now have taken a debt ridden um, um, government and turned it into a money making profitable, profitable and flow, cash flowing wealth of the nation. United Nations at the same time should the leadership should also be win the Game of Thrones. The wealth of nations should not be on the basis of a monarch or a dictator, but on the basis of a free market enterprise with secure voting and borders. So the standards that we're talking about would be peaceful coexistence. Number three is the third part of the plan, the uh, quasi-reorganization plan under Chapter 15 of the International Bankruptcy Code. I would call these the Kissinger Rules. Number one, wars be gone. Song of Peace is in my, uh, in my first volume and second volume. And My America is my, the poem that I believe represents America, the beautiful or the bountiful. Um, no longer are we going to be building a um, trillion dollar budget 
on weapons of mass destruction and creating fear of the American oligarch around the world because it's not working. Um, so we're going to have to rethink whatever spending that we have to not be building a fleet of B-21s and a, a, a fleet of orc, orc, I can't think of the name of the, the whale, uh, the killer whale, to plant mines in our Atlantic and Pacific oceans. It's crazy. And have proxy wars where we're spending more money there than it would take to, to tear down the ghettos and, and in, improve our productivity and lower our costs here in our own great free enterprise. Two, fair trade principles. No monopsony, is the, that's a dictatorship. And no monopolies, that's a monarchy. And, and, uh, and as in America, we have an anti-trade um, rules against a monopsony, which is the buyer and seller of last resort, or a monopsony, that is the seller of last resort. Three, capitalists learn to earn and have the will to share in the profits produced by the human capital, which we call socialist. In this whole game of thrones, the capitalists are not enemies of the socialists, nor the reverse thereof. It's not the McCoys and the Hatfields. It's monetary capital, the capitalists are shareholders, and the socialist or human capital learning to earn with a skill to build quality products for profit and sharing in those. The American dream is health, happiness, and prosperity for each shareholder, and then the stakeholders take their share from the shareholders in their benevolence. Six, Americanism, the marriage of monetary capital and human capital into free-to-choose laissez-faire enterprises. That's what makes America great. It is great. It was invented by our, um, in 1620, by the immigrants, by the pilgrims. They got here, all they had was this great land of, of resources, and they had to plant corn and trade them for beans and trade the beans for clothes and the clothes for covered wagons, and you heard it, and then covered wagons for planes, trains, and automobiles to be the greatest free enterprise of all time built on the principles of wealth of a nation. And the seventh is risk and reward and supply and demand for the human capital. Learn English, earn a share of, based on abilities. Everything is going to be uh, outcome creates income, or income creates the outcome from this great American enterprise. So that's the way I'm seeing things here from, how are you seeing things, Sherry? I'm the same way. <laughs> You're just one voter. <laughs> yeah. Are we running for king and queen? Um, sure. <laughs> of our family. 
<laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of squandering away our, our authority over our family tree, and they all have their lives to live and their family to run, mm-hmm. or manage, or whatever you want to call it, love and cherish. So that's what we are right now, is we're grand, we're, uh, been married 65 years in November. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have learned to earn and have the skill to build to earn, to earn our prosperity and a great family, family tree. Mm-hmm. And we uh, have some other books that I, I would suggest that you take a look at. And you are the love of my life. Well, you are my life. <laughs> I saw you first, so <laughs> there you go. That was that first kiss at the Des Moines Drive-In <laughs> after I watched you and wished for you for years. <laughs> Finally, we became sweethearts and Did. in yeah. high school you're then steady, going steady. Yeah. Well, we then pursued marriage and and our, and our and our businesses and our and family, going. and we're still going. <laughs> so that's our story for the day. <laughs> I hope you're listening, and um, share it with your uh, families and friends and neighbors. Till next time, Jerry and Sherry Rhodes. Over and out. Hello, Sherry. How are you? How are you? I'm good. Well, this is the American Enterprise Party Swing Vote uh, podcast. So it's uh, Jerry Rhodes, your podcaster, and his wife of uh, 64 years. If you, we can hardly believe it. So <laughs> we're here as we are most days uh, talking about. America. I call America the Bountiful. My neighbor says, "What this? What is this American Bountiful stuff? What? What? Is, what does that mean?" Well, it's a country that uh, prospers. Uh, he's from Romania, and we and a he and I don't agree on most things. But uh, regardless. I'm uh, in the process of enlisting or eliciting, eliciting probably, Mitt Romney, Senator Mitt Romney, and uh, Senator Joseph Manchin. One a Republican senator and the other one a Democrat senator. Anyway, they were. They say they're retiring from the Senate. Each being 76. To me, that's that's young. That's a youngster. (laughs) Sherry and I, uh, we're going to make it to the big 100, the big 100, somehow, some way. But it is a struggle at times when you have to start giving up your, what you're always able to do without thinking about it. And uh, then we had problems at Christmas Sherry got shingles, and it's the weirdest thing because it didn't break out in blisters, but uh, she sure and I had cast pain from it. But overcoming that, we had a Merry Christmas, 
we didn't go out to, for New Year's for first time ever, I think, because we usually go out and dance the night away. And I'm kind of losing my voice because I've had a little bit of a cold. Today I'm going to read you uh, my audacious plan to, well, I'll read it. It's the American Enterprise Party, American Capital marries American Human Capital, as a swing vote party for consensus governance. January 10th, 2024. Gosh, it's the year of the election. Senator Mitt Romney at James Madison Federal Building, 324 25th Street, Ogden, Utah, 84011. Senator Joseph Manchin at 900 Pennsylvania Avenue, Suite 629, Charleston, West Virginia, 25302. Dear Sirs, I have sent you individually my book or books regarding the American Enterprise Trilogy, Volume 1, The Plan, Volume 2, The Platform, and Volume 3, The Party, detailing a plan, a platform, and a party, to reorganize America's debt, Congress, Supreme Court, and presidency to avoid Chapter 15 of the International Bankruptcy Laws. I bet you didn't know that existed. I didn't until I did my research on how this bubble that's going to burst will happen. Will bankruptcy happen? It already has, with the failure of the current and past administrations allowing unlimited access to our borders for terrorists, drug dealing, and welfare cases that bury our abilities to financially manage the sanctuary states, counties, cities, townships that we, that are in chaos. As the founder and CEO of the American Enterprise Party, I'm asking you individually or collectively to lead the party, implement the plans and platform to its goal of becoming the swing vote to implement a quasi-reorganization of America's debt and deficits. In other words, get back on sound financial footing. Then using the plan to finance the bailout of failed congressional and administrative processes to stop the default of the debt ceiling 79 times by converting financial records to generally accepted accounting principles and procedures that employs risk-taking American workers to have a say in the solution with ongoing success of a profitable and equity-based country, paying its debt on time every time. Ask not what you can do for your party, ask what you can do for your country. As presented in my American Enterprise Trilogy, refinanced by trade war bonds, not income taxes and 46 subsidiary taxes, those taxes are gone by the end of March every year and everything else that we spend money on is uh, borrowed money. 
a Federal Reserve central bank's banking system incorporated into the U.S. Treasury Department using America's $200 trillion of collateral to keep the global trade on a dollar-based reference if it has to be RTF currency. Currently, OPEC is asking to de-dollarize trade and use their alliance with China and its yuan as a reference currency, that being a cryptocurrency. This is the last nail in the coffin to trigger Chapter 15 of the International Bankruptcy Code to put America into the dissolution mode for the $34 trillion in current liabilities and $200 trillion in unrecorded long-term obligations collateralized by $200 trillion in liquid and fixed natural and monetary assets of America. In other words, the Chinese wolf warrior plans to replace America as the new world leader in trade and governance can be accomplished with a filing under Chapter 15 of the International Bank's Corruptcy Code. Two, but in their demand for payment of their $1.5 trillion in treasuries. If we don't, uh, any group, two of our suppliers or foreign investors can file for dissolution of the American enterprise to, con- to collect unpaid interest on debt or liquidation of the treasury bills, bonds, notes held to term and unpaid. Why would this happen? The yield of treasuries is inverted, and the American economy is in inflation and stagnation as an isolated, insolvent position per the www.usdebtclock.org. This plan puts the American dream back into our policies and our great American enterprise on a sound financial system to be able to report the results of operation that is creating profits from trade, energy, transportation, agriculture, urban development, education, healthcare, uh, environment, by downsizing the bureaucracy and upsizing our entrepreneurial spirit, thus privatizing our subsidiary agencies, of which there are some 2,000 uh, federal, state, county, and, and city uh, redundancy. Institutional government into money makers and liquidators of our humongous, humongous debt. America's current debt of $34 trillion escalating at the rate of $300 billion per month funded by inverted yield treasuries, totaling $7 trillion in the hands of our competitors and some our enemies plus $200 trillion in unrecorded obligations per the debt clock, usdebtclock.org, for Medicare, Medicaid, Obamacare, Social Security, Income Security, government pensions, and 13 entitlement programs written into law, to name a few. This keeps America number one in the world of trade, keeps America great. 
sovereignty and the only true free market enterprise and democracy in the world, bar none. Qualifications of the candidates of the swing vote bailout party. As stated, Senator Matt, Matt, Matt Romney, sorry, Mr. Romney, uh, entrepreneur, millionaire, leader, um, patriot, and aspiring to be president someday. He made a run at it. He, his philosophy is very similar to what I'm proposing in this letter because his Bain Capital uh, were the experts in Chapter 11 in uh, the American Bankruptcy Code in uh, quasi-reorganization of debt and deficits. Senator Joseph Mannion, entrepreneur, millionaire, leader, patriot, and aspiring to be president someday. Both have opted out of their Senate seats. Looking at 2024 as to what will transpire from election of Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Both have the experience, proven talent, and leadership abilities. Will the Reds or the Blues fix it, you say? Because 60% 60, 60 of you are Reds and Blues. The other 40% is the so-called swing vote independent party that has no platform, no no plan and no influence. They just swing to the left or the right. And in the bureaucracy of 24 million employees, uh, you have another swing vote who always vote for the incumbents to protect their jobs. Our future hinges on downsizing the cost of our great American enterprise bureaucracy, a payroll of $2 trillion a year, including benefits. This is to be number one in global trade. We are, we got it, we have to do this to be able to keep that status. We need to generate some capital, and that's where the war bonds come into effect to mimic uh, the greatest president of all, Delano Roosevelt's war bonds, to win the Second World War without thinking you can tax everybody, like Joe Biden says, and it won't cost you a penny. And Obama said that that free health care won't cost you one dime. This is to uh, generate capital and cash flow to liquidate the shortfall of $231 trillion in debt versus USA's GDP of $34 trillion versus worldwide GDP of $103 trillion. So we've got debt that exceeds the worldwide capability of generating cash flow that has defaulted on the debt limit 79 times with an inverted yield on short and long-term treasury bonds, bills, and notes. The U.S. Treasury continues a policy of wasting taxes and hiding debt by adding borrowing into the cash receipt side of budgetary accounting budgetary government accounting system, thereby cooking the books that understate our obligations in the short and long term. Without utilization of generally accepted accounting principles, the government is 
insolvent and bankrupt. And bankruptcy, the first step to dissolution, where our creditors then start taking over farmland, precious metals, businesses, uh, buildings, cities, dates. Thomas Jefferson, on the other hand, added to the Constitution, government is not to spend more than, than it makes, than it earns. We violated that 79 times <coughs> over. <coughs> so our current procedures violate the Constitution while Chapter 15th of the International Bankruptcy Law applies when you're insolvent. Both of you know the problem because you are astute businessmen who have applied the bankruptcy laws in your own business dealings. Currently, China is converting to GAAP to avoid what we see on the debt clock, usdebtclock.org. You can get it on Apple app. Unrecorded debt and deficits that are caused by the underlying policies of both existing both existing parties, be they rhinos or dinoses, aligned with the Republicans or Democrats. It is self-evident they and ultimately bankruptcy. I reiterate, act, no, not for your party, but for your country. As a consultant to the American Enterprise Party and filing the filing for Chapter 15, a plan of reorganization, I have written the plan, platform, and political party procedures that will implement the creditor committee using the American Enterprise Party trilogy to keep America great. First of all, it is necessary, and secondly, will it work? The answer answers are in the, in the books that I have written, along with the benefits to be to the hard-working, risk-taking American citizens uh, of the United States of America to avoid takeover by China and its alliances around the world. At this point, those forces are in place to use Chapter 15 to put America into bankruptcy and to avoid this bursting of the derivative bubble from happening. The tables have to be turned on their plan to employ America not destroy America. Why would they destroy their biggest consumer? At the same time, America is the major consumer in the world of poverty, uncertainty, warlords, monarchs, dictators, with America being the one and only true democracy due to laissez-faire enterprise. The Western Hemisphere culture and free risk-taking spirit are what the open borders monstrous debt and poor leadership are destroying. doesn't need China to destroy it. They are waiting in, in the wings with their Trojan horse. It will take a swing vote, third party, referee to keep America great, not MAGA or BBB, build back bigger destructive politics, gridlocking and dividing our country into bankruptcy and causing the takeover by those that envy our success. Please excuse this phone going off. I think I'll turn it off. Wait just a minute.
I made the mistake of uh, soliciting some quotes. So I implore you both to accept the challenge of leading this third party into the next country century, the next century based on the principles of free market and the entrepreneurial spirit that the pilgrims had in 1620, not 1619, as some observers claim. They came here on slave ships and they started free enterprise. No, they were a victim of free enterprise. It is the invention of free enterprise, monetary capital and human capital, using free trade of beans for corn, corn for cotton, cotton for covered wagons, for cars, trains, and planes, delivering products worldwide, such as um, Walmart and Amazon and Costco and the big boxes, the big pharmacies, you name it. As the number one consumer of the global trade supply chain, that is controlled by China's monopsony government. Monopsony meaning the economic condition of they are the buyer and seller of the last resort and shipper. And their monopoly shipping distribution system and its global alliances. We are losing one trillion per year in GDP, GNP, and cash flow to 30 suppliers who hold seven trillion American unsecured paper that export more to us than we do to them. Ray Dalio, for example, of Bridgewater, and Larry Fink of BlackRock, the largest head funders, are saying, let evolution be with you as China takes over our farmlands, supply chain essentials, and sovereignty through open borders, planting the communist slice socialist Trojan horse in our midst. Have we lost our bearings when we have transferred trillions of dollars of wealth to the other worldly spheres that are now trying to bury our great American enterprise in debt and deficits caused by bad political and business dealings? The American hedge funders say, let evolution be with you, selling short on America and, and buying long on China and its alliances. I say no, we are the only leader of the world away from the Hunger Games to the Prosperity Games. Let freedom of opportunity ring for all who learn to earn with a skill to build in our great small businesses that where 60,000 start every year and approximately 60,000 fail and start over using the protection under the Chapter 11 of the Bankruptcy Code to try again and again. That sows the seeds for our eternal prosperity called the American dream. Let me know your thoughts on why this won't work or will work with you to heading the way to the middle of the road for common sense governance, profitability, and patriotically using ethical free enterprise principles, and gap financial record-keeping for accountability at every government level, including sanctuary states, cities, counties, townships. Very truly yours, Jerry L. Rhodes, CPA founder and CEO of the American Enterprise Swing Vote 
political party. Thank you, Sherry. That's great. <coughs> Enclosures. The American Enterprise Party Trilogy, two books for Senator Romney, Volume 1, Volume 2, and 3. Plans for the quasi-reorganization of the American capitalist standards and restoring the American risk, risk-taking human capital's patriotic work, work ethic. And you, Mr. Manchin, who I have sent the three books to within the last two weeks, I hope you've received them, and I would hope you would read them. As I have asked Mr. Romney, who felt that the Republican Party could handle this and with a gridlock Congress and a divided America, I am just encouraging both to become the leaders of the solution. P.S. I can understand your desire to wash your hands of your party and its gridlock that is dividing America's survival in a losing battle to past incompetence for fiscal and financial affairs. 90% who are attorneys, bankers, economists, and public health officials called a bureaucracy. That, that takes advantage of, that take advantage of their wealth to believe they are smarter than the human capital that works together with the monetary capital in every business in America. This is not the rule of law, but the law of rulers over a marriage made in our Constitution, rule of law, and work for our share in the greatest team, greatest teamwork in the world. We need to ask not what we can do for our party, ask what we can do for our country, then do it. America the Bountiful is worth saving under our flag traditions, heroes seeking freedoms to start and fail in American enterprise, the best producer and suppliers in the world. You can see more details on the website of the party, www.americanenterprisepoliticalparty.org. And my, my email is www.jerryroads.com. No, you you can see my other books that are going to take a reorganization of the government to be implemented regarding health care and um, our small businesses. You, you can uh, email me, or no, you can look up my books at www.jerryrhodesauthor.com. You can email me at jerry.l.rhodes at, e- at gmail.com. <coughs> and I'm, uh, well, uh, make available, or I've been trying to attach it to this this uh, letter, the poem, uh, Our America, which was, is in my poetry, the eighth wonder of the world poetry book, and in my three books, the trilogy. It's about... Our America, the Bountiful. Thank you for reading or listening to this proposal. That's good. I've got to get back to where I was. This is uh, recording number two of my favorite poem, 
in uh, my poetry book, The Eighth Wonder of the World. It's called My America, the Bountiful. My America is the feeling of freedom. It's the feeling good when you get up in the morning and can decide what you're going to do that day, who you're going to see, and what you're going to say. It's the feeling that you can make a difference. It's the feeling you can produce your product, you can sell your produce, and you can benefit from your hard work unhindered. It's the feeling when you help your children with their homework so they'll be able to see their knowledge for growth, for maturity, for the good of the country. It's the feeling when you send them off to school, knowing they will receive a concerned teacher's attention, sensitivity, and guidance, and knowing as they grow up they will thrive on their freedom to communicate, to express themselves, to direct their own destiny. It's the feeling when they graduate from grade school, junior high, and high school that they are taking the steps towards a better life. And when you give their hand away in matrimony, that happiness shall be theirs. For together, as husband and wife, they can create the same and even more opportunities for their offspring. It's the feeling when you can unchain your dog and watch her run, free for the at least a little while to watch the expression on her face when she re she's released from the shackles and the sadness that reappears when she must be chained. My America is the freedom of choice to buy the bread I want to buy, to acquire the goods I can afford to acquire, to invest my capital I have saved in ventures I want to take for the good of my family and my country. Continued. My country is being able to communicate in writing, speaking, and in whatever form language takes, my opinions, my thoughts, my prayers, my visions, and my dreams to those who want to listen, and to those enemies of America, of the America way, who in themselves have not discovered America. My America is the blooming rose that has the freedom to grow toward a clear sky and warm sun, being able to complete the, its cycle from bloom to plumage to autumn, to a dormant grave only to rise again. My America is the personal commitment to grab opportunities that will better the country and to set an example for those who follow. What you give must be in proportion to what you take, or the erosion shall remove the sky, the sun, and the earth from our grasp. For in our America, and the world resources are limited. The energy, though absolute, is redistributed by our wills. The more astute, the more free we are to create, the better the use of the resources. And left in God's hands, through our America, we create goodwill, good products, good people, and peace of mind. My America, the bountiful. Oh yes, my America, the vision of the poet, the words of the orator, and the minds of the leaders be kind, be patient, be wise, but above all, humble to the reasons and the heritage of our freedom. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil ventures and purposes. For thine is mine America, as the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. So help us, God. Amen.